ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, you know, we could be living in a world with anthrax. We'll take this. We are back once again with another episode of the Government Name Podcast. We are checks and balances and social commentary. Two have to make one whole, which is a complete asshole. Man, pandemic time. Where the demons at? It's demon hour. Fuck that. We're doing live! Fuck it! That oh, was a, just that, cut the fuck up. Yeah, that was a misfire. I was, I was, yeah. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, I am Cole Jackson. We have made it back again. Another Tuesday. Can you believe it? COVID-19 is still here, and we are still living in a world that don't know what the hell's going on. Neither do I. COVID-19! COVID-19! I mean, I said it last week, dog. COVID-19, we, we done. It's over. We beat it. <laughs> Mission accomplished. <laughs> it seems like that, don't it? It, it is. It is everybody, exactly every, that. Nobody cares. Masks are not being worn. People Nigga, just do what they want to do. What's Cats and dogs living together. Anarchy. Remember anthrax? Anthrax was such a thing. Yeah, at one fuck time. that. They send it through the mail. Ain't nobody die. We good. <laughs> did somebody die? I'm pretty sure they did. I'm just saying that shit. Talking about what? Through, um, through anthrax. Did anybody anthrax? die from it? When they sending that shit to like senators and shit? Yeah. I mean, let's be honest. Will we really miss a senator? Like, every state got two. Yeah, some people will because they stay in office for 15 million years. And I mean, they replaceable, right? Like Beyonce told us, <laughs> you must don't know about me. <laughs> you must don't know about me. I can have another you in the Senate. See? I mean, she wrote a song about it. <laughs> not the way these people vote. Or not voting. <laughs> no, not voting at all, yeah. <laughs> the vote. <laughs> voting. <laughs> I remember when that was a thing. Oh wow! You rock, remember? When... Rock, rock the vote, guys! <laughs> Get out there and vote or die. <laughs> I didn't vote, vote die, guys, and I didn't die. <laughs> you know, the past was so good. <laughs> oh man! Anthrax, vote or die. <laughs> People actually like, you know, going outside. Those, those, those were the good old days. I don't know about you, bro, but uh, them days is today. <laughs> them days have not but... changed. Niggas is still going Odin outside. And anthrax. Well, <laughs> niggas is still going outside. Like, I'm definitely out there. Like, I don't know. I, I just, I feel like we do what we want to do, man. This is America, the land of the free, home of the brave. So we got to be brave to go out here and meet these streets. So, yeah, I mean, you know, it is what it is, man. I think uh, right now it's just one of them things where it's either you either just going to go and do what the fuck you want to do. Yeah. Or you just going to watch the first wave going in mimic. <laughs> so. Operation Black Shield. I, I'm a, I'm a mimic kind of person, my damn self. I, I, I went to the grocery store the other day and people was just like, man, fuck it. <laughs> like, I don't want to wear no mask. I don't want to do that. I seen people just walking around coughing in each other. Yeah. It's just like, fuck that shit. We don't care. You was following eight, me? You was following around. me yesterday or something? If, if magic could live. <laughs> I can do anything if magic made it. Yeah, so that's how people live their life right now. (laughs) I ain't go through anything if magic made it. Kanye also said, God don't give you nothing you can't handle, so please don't give me a beat that I can't sample. Mm. Mm. (laughs) What's up, bro? How you you been, man? You made it through another week? Another week, man. Another week. Uh, Still been quarantined. 
Yeah, I just been I just been in the house quarantining, man, vacationing. I just sat around the house. I had a whole week to myself. I ain't do shit. You ain't do shit. Uh, I sat I sat around and watched. That's how. That's why I remember Anthrax. I forgot what the fuck I was watching, but they brought up Anthrax, and I was like, remember that shit. Man, the anthrax was the shit at that one was... point in time. Like niggas was like, "Yo, you know, you, you gotta watch your mail, brother, because the anthrax is on. It's a white powdery substance that could be on your envelopes." I was like, "That's oh, what we oh. had to worry about." The crackhead was like, "Oh, oh, well, tell me about this powder." <laughs> Some bad cocaine. <laughs> That's what right. we had to worry about at that time. <laughs> bad <laughs> cocaine. He was that like, n- "What are you gonna do to you if you take it?" <laughs> that nigga gotta wear a mask and shit. God damn, man. Times changed. Yeah, I forgot what the fuck I was watching, but they brought up Anthrax, and I was like, "Damn, damn." Anthrax was the shit. We had to worry about opening mail. Like I don't even check my mail. Like, exactly, nigga. Did you ever First get? Time, Go ahead. Did you ever get your check? Oh, uh-uh, not yet. Damn. I got somebody else to check in my mailbox. <laughs> Which was the total mind fuck. I was like, oh, shit, they sent it. And then I looked at the name. I was like, oh, my last name ain't Battle. Oh, uh, well. <laughs> so, I mean, what'd you do with the check, though? Man, I put it back. I'm not Asian. I'm not stealing shit out you of people's mailbox. You put it back mailbox. in your mailbox or you put it back in your account? I can't do that. <laughs> All right. I work for the banking industry, brother. <laughs> like you want me to be homeless you, out here in these streets. I mean <laughs> like, I want you to be I'm homeless. Setting I'm setting myself up for the okie doke. I mean, it'd be alright if you work for Worlds Fargo. <laughs> I um, I have a list of things that <laughs> I make sure to mention every time something like this comes up. Like when banking problems come up. I always throw a Wells Fargo jab in there. I just realized that. Yeah, they yeah. suck. I'm not gonna say they suck, but they open a whole bunch of accounts without people's uh, <laughs> that's, permission. That's considered sucking. <laughs> if you open up an account on people without it, credit cards on people without their 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 they without them see. knowing you yeah. suck <laughs> because you still you fucking me over. You fooling me to fuck me still. You're fooling me to fuck me. That, it's crazy, man. That, that's still um, insane. I was really racist this week too. How was you racist this week? I was like, so I, I wrote this down. I was like, here's a racist cold moment. Nobody ever takes Mexican kids. Is that because they scream so loud? Hmm. That's a good one. Um this, this kid I, at Target was yelling at the top of their fucking lungs and, like they were dying. And you were hoping somebody would kidnap him? No, I was un, I was trying to figure out we when we watch TV, we never see Mexican kids get kidnapped. <laughs> <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm thinking the screaming is why. I mean, they already had this thing. <laughs> so why take them? They're, they're masters at escaping shit. So, so I was like, yeah, so, really doesn't make any sense. So, so the first thing, the first thing I thought of was like, <laughs> if you take a Mexican kid, where you gonna go to report it? <laughs> right. Who you gonna call, my nigga? <laughs> Right. And secondary, the object of kidnapping a kid is so you can get some kind of ransom or something in exchange. See? What they gonna train? I'm not the only racist one around here. I mean That's that's that was I was really racist. Like Chappelle said, man, they bad bargaining chips. He wasn't just talking about black people. Kids are bad as fuck too. I mean they are like probably (laughs) bad. Wait, Mexican kids are bad? They are horrible kids. You mean like the second generation like after the family gets here first i'm talking about when you about five 
But typically by five they have their first job. But <laughs> so usually when you see them in the in the in the store, they them motherfuckers they don't have any supervision. They walk around, <laughs> they fucking look around and shit. A lot of times that shit just is real, man. <laughs> Wait. I was, like, I, was I, I walk away from Mexican kids because I'm scared. <laughs> you old typical <laughs> black father walking <laughs> away from kids. They go, no. That's the typical Mexican father. Oh, Why God. you walking around with no parental guidance? And then 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 they speak Spanish to the parents like they fucked up. Like you walk away. <laughs> It's fucking bullshit. I was like, no, you will not. And I was like, nobody. I've never seen on the news where a Mexican child has been abducted. Because you don't watch Telemundo. <laughs> I'm sure they getting kidnapped. You just don't know about it. It's nice news. <laughs> Jose Juarez. Young Jose Juarez, a six-year-old six child with a bow tie, has been taken. Into, he's he's been he's been, I don't never see no Amber Alerts for no damn Hispanic kids ever. <laughs> they all in Mexico. <laughs> they ain't looking for it. like hey they must be running across that border. <laughs> Bring the ass oh, back. I just I, can't I, don't Bell. I don't know man. Wow, I don't this is bad. It. But yeah, it was I, was I was like this is my racist cold moment right here, and I was nah, like nah. nobody ever, nobody ever abduct Mexican kids. Let's explore this a little bit because. I'm kind of I'm kind of with you. I, I see where you're going. Nobody ever kidnaps Mexican kids, but why? Like, wouldn't you want a hardworking yes, multicultural? We don't. We can, we got to build a wall to keep them out of here. Oh they man, move Mexico easily. So you mean like th- that old dude, the dead giveaway, when the white girl broke out of that house and she ran to the black man arms? If there had been a Mexican lady, she would have got out like a week earlier. If that's what Mexican lady, she would have got out in a day. <laughs> <laughs> with with pay. Because <laughs> so maybe the house up so good, it would have been ridiculous. Wow. What? Nah, you might be on to something. I'm telling you what I know. If we start kidnapping Mexican kids at a younger age and we use their unique skills, we could actually have a whole like secret like force of like spies, mm. my nigga. They can't get nah. captured. They can sneak in to anybody. It's hard because Mexicans are the new Republicans now, so. Oh, no. We can't read. We oh, can't no, no, read no, no, no. <laughs> Shogun is the new Republican, my nigga. I have yeah. fully embraced my Republican ways. <laughs> I got a confession to make. I got a confession to make right now, right here on this podcast. Speak on it. I'm a snitch. I'm a snitch, bitch. <laughs> and you know it. And you know I don't, oh, I I don't know. Oh, no 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 you don't I, like, oh. <laughs> I don't know brother so I'm Takashi sixty nine in this hole. What happened? So today on my way home from work, I'm driving my company vehicle and there's this like tan car in front of actually it was a tan Jeep Cherokee, a, a Patriot. I see this Jeep Cherokee driving in front of me and they swerving across the lines. I'm like, oh shit, why they swerving? Why they moving like that? So I slow down a little bit more. They continue to swerve. So I slow down a little bit more. And I'm like, dang. I don't know if they should be on the street if they driving like that. They might be drunk. I was like, ah, fuck that. They'll be all right. So I kept driving. Then they started swerving again. I was like, all right, man. 
Somebody's got to stop them. Somebody's got to get them off the street before they hurt somebody. And I said, damn, where are the police? Man, them punk-ass cops ain't never where you need them. I know what to do. I'm going to call the police. <laughs> My nigga, I am 34 years old. I have never called the police ever in my life until mm. today. <laughs> I called the non-emergency police line because I was concerned that this person driving this Patriot car was swerving all across the lane and they might end up causing an accident. But that snitching on? It's snitching to me. I've never called the police, bro. I felt. I but felt. Did you tell them your name? Yes. I told, oh, yeah. you I told them my you first name. Man. They got my you phone rock number. Man out here in these streets now. I'm rock <laughs> you a concerned concern citizen now? God, bro, dang. I didn't want them to hit nobody. Like oh, they was really God, like. Man. All right, let me tell you what happened. So I called the non-emergency line, and they pick up. They like this is Hoover PD. I'm like, um, fuck. <laughs> my name is Anthony. And they're like, what can I do for you, Mr. Anthony? I was like, I'm driving my work truck, and I'm behind this vehicle that's swerving across these lanes. Oh, and wow. I don't know if they're okay. It would be nice if somebody was to check on them. And they're like, well, can you describe the vehicle? And I said, yeah, I can describe the vehicle. <laughs> they're driving a tan Jeep Cherokee. It's a Patriot one. <laughs> I got the tag number, too, if you need it. <laughs> I even gave them the Whiskey Tango Bravo Delta, all that kind of shit. <laughs> They're like, well, thank you, Anthony. Also, is this a good number we can reach you at? And I was like, yeah, my number is 334, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and then as soon as they hung up, I was like, nigga, I'm a snitch. What the fuck? <laughs> I never called the police in my life on like mm. some real shit. Thank mm. you. I can't lawyer for you on this. Look, one. look, I know. Hard. That's why I'm confessing now. So you talk real hard too. We driving on Highway 119. It's a two lane road. One going, going and coming, basically. So when the traffic kind of spread out, where it opened up to a four lane road, I pulled up to the side of them so I could get a better look at who I just called the police on. I was like, Lord, I hope they ain't black. I hope they ain't black. It was they a little. Black. It was a white girl. She was texting on her phone. She looked coherent. I don't know if she was high, but I was like, she'll be alright. She got on the interstate after that. I was like, oh. I hope she's going to be all right. So, look, man. I'm sorry. I can't even roll you for you on that one, nah, bro. You, I'm cool. You told, you told hard, too. I Concerned gave citizen showgun. <laughs> I gave her the tag uh, yes, number I'd and like everything. I'd like to report somebody out here driving their cars crazy. I don't like this. <laughs> hey, hey, wait. It gets better. They called you back. <laughs> no. No, no. Fuck that. I don't know what happened with her. Hopefully she didn't die. God bless her. Uh, so yesterday I went to the beach, man. I was drinking and driving. <laughs> I had a good old time. <laughs> Typically, what snitches do? <laughs> they tell them folks they, 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 they do the same thing. Got <laughs> out of that one. <laughs> so Jesus, that so was almost me. <laughs> so we're recording on Monday. Uh, this is two government Rawls back to back. <laughs> it's all because of me. I didn't want to record yesterday. Why? Well, one, I wasn't in the city. I went to the beach. I said, fuck it. I'm out of here. Um, I'm a single man in these streets. I uh, I dabble. I do what I got to do. Ooh. Bay News. Damn. Fuck. Bay News. Uh, ooh. Bay News. Damn. Fuck. Bay News. Uh, ooh. Bay News. Damn. <laughs> 
Uh, yeah, man, yes. you you took that out of retirement. I know, you know, man. It's been a long time since I talked about some Bay news, but I think I got some Bay news. Uh, you have, but just not without the theme song. Nah, it's been some ball headed whole shit. <laughs> oh, oh yes, this wasn't no ball headed whole shit. Yeah, it's a difference. It is a difference. Mm-hmm. I'm not really sure what the difference is just yet. You always say it. I'm out here. I'm in these streets. I'm out here. You know, doing whatever the fuck I want. Uh, I'm a single man. I peruse the. Uh, the worlds. Um, I've been talking to somebody for a couple couple weeks, and uh, it was kind of cool. Okay. Uh, having some long conversations, longer than like like we have full podcast length telephone calls, and so it's been kind of kind of crazy. But anyway, we decided to meet up, and <laughs> instead of us meeting up like at a coffee shop or. Going down to like a, a hamburger shop, shop or something. Man, I can't even speak. Hamburger <laughs> shack. We decided to go to the beach and just meet up and just kick it in the beach. So mm. that's what happened. Um, had a fucking dope time. We didn't do anything super crazy. It was we stayed in Alabama, went down to Orange Be- Orange Beach, and um, mm. one of the first things I noticed about it was no mask. There was nobody wearing a mask anywhere. Mm. I'm talking about like gas stations up in uh, and just like in traffic and cars. Like there is nobody wearing masks. Mm-hmm. And I heard something last week that said most people who are really uh, adamant about these masks are usually Democrats. And most people who don't want to wear masks are usually Republicans. Hmm. My nun mass rearing ass went down to the beach, was like, ah, fuck COVID, I'm out here. <laughs> um, the beach was actually not that bad. It wasn't really crowded. Nobody was wearing a mask on the beach. It was all social distancing. People kept their distance, but motherfuckers was out there. They was having a good ass time. This was like the most sense of normalcy that I've had in a while. Word. Um, uh we actually went to a restaurant inside. We sat down, ordered food. The waitress that came and, you know, served us, she had a mask on. It was like one of the first people who had one on. Um, it felt normal. Like being able to sit down inside, no mask, order food, have people service. It was, it was just cool. Um, it made me really want to get back to some sense of normalcy. But, uh, well, you kind of said it in the beginning. You said we there. That's what it seemed like. I mean, it's probably not the smartest thing to be doing, but fuck it, whatever. Hmm. So, I don't really have too much to say about the uh, the Bay News side. I just thought it was funny to play that that jingle. But now I had a good time. We we kicked it. We uh we was at the beach from like ten o'clock. I bought an all day pass, so we left, came back. Uh, you know, we left and got some food, came back, mm-hmm. kicked it a little bit more, and just mm-hmm. drove back. Like it was, it was good. And I ain't got nothing negative or positive really to say. So you just uh, went to the beach and just kicked it, then, huh? Yeah, 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 yeah. It was dope, man. Well, that's good. You got out there and that sense of normalcy. Right on. <laughs> yeah, I. I... <laughs> 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 there'll be more I'll have more to tell about this story later 
at this point in time, I don't have much that I really want to share. But uh, it, it was cool. Uh, you snitched. You've been Republican. You went to the beach. So we got those things. So you're sounding real, real right, 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 rightish right now. Sound real rightish right now, buddy. You snitching, you no mask wearing, beach going. Next thing you know, you're gonna be out here. Oh, you already do that too. <laughs> What's that? You root for Trump. I don't root for Trump. <laughs> I don't root for it's, him, it's, but I, I mean a, I know you don't. It's a joke, man. Okay. This Republican right rightish. I got you. Get it, yeah. Nah, it's just I don't know. What'd you do this weekend while I figure out how I'm going to explain this situation that's bouncing around in my head? I, I just told you. I oh. literally just said, I, I gave you the rundown of my shit. Do you see this? Do you see this cup? Do you see what it's color? It's alcohol, I'm yes, sure. I am, I am highly, not highly intoxicated, but I'm mediumly there. All right. Okay. I, I told my side, and you was like, oh, I'm going to play this jingle. And I was like, okay, we're going to talk about this week. And I guess we're not. All right, fuck it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. No, we're gonna. Er- I'm gonna erase all that shit that we just said. <laughs> so let's do it. Here we go. This, this is the real story of what the fuck happened. Okay. <laughs> I'm a pussy. I ain't gonna say shit. <laughs> all right. Okay. Uh, anything else happened this week? Nothing. <laughs> Nothing that's not G14 classified. <laughs> So what you been listening to, man? I listened to Nelly struggle with his Wi-Fi. <laughs> you want to talk man, about that? That versus Nelly got washed. I'm sorry. Why did Lose you think anything me. other? What? Well, a lot of people said that Nelly had a fighting chance. He had a lot of big time hits. He was a crossover pill. All that other good shit. Where were they? I, I was like, nah, nigga. This nigga Luda got anthems. And I, I really feel like so I'm gonna just be completely honest. I really didn't like them niggas getting along. Like I really wanted them niggas to be like, nah, nigga, listen to this. Like I nah, yo, that's bullshit. What what is that? Tip drill? Let me play this pee popping for you. <laughs> like, like that's bullshit. Nelly, you know what I'm saying? Nelly I really, was doing that. I Nelly really was like to... Nelly was like, listen to this. Listen to this song that nobody knows, and you'll like it. Cause I like it. Nah, I mean, Nelly, Nelly had some big ass hits, but they didn't speak to me like Luda's hits did when Luda played some shit. I was like, oh, nigga. But like when Nelly was playing like Country Grandma, like I was like, okay, yeah, I, I did like Country Grandma. But when this nigga was playing, playing like Move Bitch and he was just playing his hits, and he was playing area codes. And shit. I was like, nigga, that nigga got area codes. I was like, hell yeah. And Nelly was playing like I have no idea half the songs that the nigga would. Maybe because I didn't listen to him as hard as I did Luda. Um, maybe that was a problem because I really didn't get into Nelly like that. Nelly picked all the songs that were important to him. Like <laughs> I didn't <laughs> That's know all he, the songs he got. <laughs> I didn't know he had a song with Janet Jackson. I was like, what is this? Never knew that either. Now, okay, I'm glad I'm not alone there. I was just like, bro. I just wasn't a Nelly fan. I just feel like Luda, Luda just spoke to me more, man. Like Luda is the shit. I uh, he shit. played like the new. He played a new song that he gonna come out with. That shit sound pretty good. I'm like, and 
He came out with the fro. Luda had the fro. He had the fucking Hawks jersey on. I was like, that nigga represent. That's the Luda I fuck with. Right. Uh, Nelly had on like this white shirt and and the same white shirt he been wearing for three years. Them fucking shades and that fucking dumbass chain. Fuck him. Why you? That hate? was a fucking. That was a wash, nigga. Why you he hate Nelly like that? Oh, <laughs> uh, I just. I feel like. I feel like a lot of people over. Overhyped Nelly. Nah. I think a lot of people really feel like that nigga was like he's to me he's not that big as big of a star as Luda. Who are I these people like that overhyped him? I don't know anybody who said Nelly had it. Well, I mean, I, I, let me go through my phone and see if I can find these people. I'm sure that I'm just saying there's a lot of people out here that really enjoyed enjoyed Nelly and felt like Nelly was the shit. And, and I understand that. And I was joking when I said that because I don't think Nelly had a chance in hell to beat Ludacris or even match Ludacris. Like, his music is not on the same level. It's a bad matchup. Mm-hmm. So, I, I, <laughs> you can listen to last week's episode. I was like, yeah, Luda's going to kill him. And yeah. it happened. Luda but Nelly watched. wasn't really fighting Luda. Nelly was fighting his Wi-Fi. <laughs> that nigga dropped out, froze, paused. <laughs> That that kind of par for the course when it comes to these verses though, except for the um, Jill Scott one, like the Jill Scott and and Erica Badu one that went through without a hit, without a hitch, but it seemed like damn that everybody that had problems with like connecting and shit like that. I thought that was hilarious. I mean, it seemed but, like he had an iPad over Wi-Fi. Like Ludacris connection was extra crispy, so I'm wondering if, did Ludacris have his plugged in? Like, did he have a hard land connection? But, Ain't no telling, man. Yeah. But I just I I enjoyed it. I thought it was cool. Um, I actually kind of wanted to. I wanted to watch somebody get swept and and <laughs> and Luda swept that nigga. So, man, I think people people are saying that it might be a DMX Eminem versus coming up. And I don't DMX, know DMX Eminem. Yeah, that don't even fit to me. Shut the fuck up. These people are y'all y'all reaching now. I heard the next uh, one was supposed to be Buster Rhymes and Missy Elliott. That don't even go. It's closer to DMX and Eminem. Well, that was that's what Noriega said when um, he was. Uh, I think he talked to, forgot who he talked to on on his on his podcast, but that supposedly was supposed to be in the works. I don't know. I think I would I would way rather have the DMX Jay Z battle. Yeah, I would, I really want I really want that. Instead, uh, that shit works for me because I think, I think DMX gonna hold his own with that nigga. So I tell you, that that. Dope as fuck. yeah, I would, I, I would agree. So all in all, did you enjoy the the little uh, Nelly battle? Nah, man, it was kind of boring to be honest with you. Hmm. Like I'm over the battles. Like stop, we good. Like I don't know how else they can reinvent this situation, but. I'm tired of them just playing records and not actually performing the records. Like, I was expecting Ludacris to actually be rapping, but he was just sitting there nodding his head like, yeah, yeah. And then Nelly, he was freezing every five or six seconds because his Wi-Fi was trash. But I want I want these pro- producers, Jesus. I want these entertainers to be more entertaining. And I understand that this is just them showing love to their own catalog and trying to uplift whoever they're going against. But... We need more showmanship here. Like, I want freestyle. Like, what Erica Badu was doing, she had the look. She had the display in the background. You got all this attention. Now, what are you going to do with it? Like, 
these are possible new fans that you can gain from this Instagram. Like, look, y'all need to stream my shit right here, right now. Why? Well, here's why. Because I'm going to, you know, give you a quick live version of it. Like, it would have been dope if Ludacris was rapping half of his shit. Like, he ain't got to do it word for word, but just, like, pantomime it, you know? Hmm. Well, I don't know. It's It's been entertaining so far. Uh, I had to give shouts out to, to Rizza. Rizza had some... Uh, Kung Fu movies playing in the background. He was battling too, oh, yeah. so uh, that he was he was actually the first one to do that. So right. I had to give him the props. Yeah, man. I don't know. I'm still enjoying them. I I haven't missed one yet. Anything else? Did you listen to anything else? Yeah, I listened to that feature, man. I I I had a four hour drive to go down to the beach, and uh, man, by track number three on that future, I was bored. I was turning it off, switching it to something else. Like, I'm not a Future fan. Like, maybe it's because I'm judging Future because he's supposedly one of these toxic Avengers. He's a toxic person. I just don't like that guy. Like, I, I can't mm-hmm. get into his music. But hmm. did you listen to it? Yeah, I listened to it, man. Um, it's okay. It's too long. It's just too long, man. Um, I think he could have most definitely cut it down a few songs. Uh, it, it is way too long. Uh, he got 21 tracks on here. Um, yeah, he could cut it down. And and honestly, he didn't even really have to keep the Drake. He didn't have to keep the Drake song, like the Life is Good. He didn't have to do the Life is Good remix on here. It's quite a few songs on here he could have cut out. Uh I did like the song with with uh with Travis Scott the Solitaire song. It really won, but probably about five songs on here I enjoyed. <laughs> really, and that's and like I said, um, twenty one. That's just a lot, bro. That's 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 a lot of that's a lot of songs for Future. Hmm. Um, I think he was trying to just maybe he was just trying to give us some some shit since he ain't dropped in a minute. I don't know, but twenty one songs is a lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's a and I usually like long projects, but like it just was it got kind of annoying at a point to a certain extent uh with some of these songs that he was talking about. So I was I wasn't really mm, Hey, I was talking to way. I was talking to Sid about this. I don't know how I feel about people saying that it's too much music. Like as a fan of these artists. I really would like more content. Like if Fab was to drop a 21 something track project, I'm going to be like, yo, I need to digest this. I need to go through each and every one of these songs, find like the slickest bar and really Mm -hmm. enjoy it. Like I would get excited about somebody that I really care about. But when Mm -hmm. it's somebody like Future and it seems like the music is very stale and repetitive and it doesn't seem like he's very inspired. 21 songs is just like dragging on and on and on. It's just like, come on, man. You ain't saying nothing different. You mumbling on this. Ain't no new flows. The beats mm-hmm. all sound the same. So I I can't necessarily say that the album was too long. I just don't think the music was good. Like, it just wasn't really inspiring. Now, Leroy seems to like it. Leroy from the Nerd Play. Shout out to the Nerd Play. Yeah. He was... <laughs> I mean, like I said, he got some, he got some, some, some songs in there to slap, man. But I just feel like a lot of those songs was just not really needed. And he has some pretty good features on there too. But like, I like the song he got with Meek Mill. He got a song in there with Meek Mill that's pretty dope. That's at the end of the fucking project. What, they, what were they talking about? 
same shit, man. You know, money, drugs, women, all that shit. Yeah. I mean, that's the typical future. That's what you expect from future, man. Um, that's, yeah. his, that's his lane. You know what I'm saying? And I think and, that's... And... I'm sorry. No, nah, go ahead. I was saying, I think that's one of the reasons why people are kind of bored with them is like, you're doing the, the expected. We already know what you got. Like, we, we've seen this before. If you mm-hmm. don't switch up the, the game, you can't, you gotta, you know, fast food restaurants are always trying to reinvent their menu, trying to come up with something new because they know if we come up with something different, it's gonna bring a whole new audience in. They're gonna buy something. Like, not everything is gonna hit. Like, you remember Burger King tried, like, what was that? The Cheetos, mac and cheese, or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. And they had the mini hot dogs for a while. And then they finally landed on like the impossible burger. It took them so many tries of failing at something before they got a, a quote unquote hit. It just seems like you got to keep trying to reinvent the wheel. I feel like Future's music might be getting a little stale because we've heard this all. You know, he ain't saying nothing different. He's still being the toxic dude that he is, just nutting up in women and not taking care of his kids. Like after a while, that shit gets old. Like your audience is going to outgrow you. And then what? Mm. Like that's why lyrics is so important because if you giving the people something to think about, something to chew on, you really gonna enjoy that music. I mean, look at look at artists like Outkast. You can still play them same songs from twenty years ago, almost thirty years, and they still relevant to today. You know, mm-hmm. the music is still good, but how how the times have changed, like. Life has changed so many times. Like, they didn't have cell phones when they were rapping. But that music today, you know, she can lap dance in your lap. That can be applied to, like, a digital girlfriend, like a, a OnlyFans or something. It's it's just, if you can make timeless music that really resonates with the audience, you don't have to worry about it getting stale or feeling like it's drawing too long. Like, wouldn't you love an Outkast project that had 20-something songs on it right now? Yeah, I mean, but that they're they're different. Um, they're just different from what future is, and and that's something that would be like amazing. Um, future just he he's not amazing. <laughs> is he amazing to you? No, he's not. I can say it. <laughs> I don't I have any problems with saying he's not amazing. I, I don't have any problems with saying that either. I'm just saying like. There's a difference between Outkast and there's a difference between Future. They do do two different types of music. I feel like Outkast most definitely can come out, come out. They make they all they do all they do is make classic albums. Mm. Um, Future has some classics in his catalog, but he's not on the same level as Outkast. So, what do you think it is that he did to make that one classic song or album that he has? I mean, Future was different when he came out. Man, he was he was the one that kind of birthed this whole. Uh, Auto tune, sing, rapping type stuff. He he was one of the first dudes to ever like do that type and stuff. So, so he, people fuck with him because he actually made a lot of shit pop. So you feel like his sound has gotten stale and and stagnant. No, I just feel like he had too many songs on his album. <laughs> he just had too many songs on here, man. It, it was just it's it's twenty one songs, and a lot of them is talking dealing with the same shit, bitches, motherfucking drugs, and all this other bullshit. So. <laughs> I but I still fuck with Future. I fuck with him, man. I still fuck with him. But this, this right here was was it was just okay. I'm not a fan. I don't think I'll ever be a Future fan. Like I've tried many times to get into this dude, but 
the lottie dottie die bit. Get the fuck out of here. So we had uh, another thing that I listened to was Conway and Big Ghost, and they came out with No One Mourns the Wicked. That shit's hard. Nine tracks. <sighs> Griselda cannot fucking lose this year. This shit is fucking amazing. I fucking love Conway. I love this shit. Uh, this nigga had the this, this song called Icon, one of my favorite tracks on there. The raps are hard. It's grimy as fuck. <sighs> um, really, I don't know if you listened to it, but I did. Man, uh, Conway and Big Ghost, man. That I and and I didn't even know that was supposed to be coming. I randomly found out that that was coming out, and I was like, "Oh shit, I gotta listen to it." Yeah. Um, I've had nothing but success with fucking with Griselda this year. Like Lulu, Pray for Paris, and now this. Like all of this shit has been good, man. So I can't wait to see. Um, I can't think of the name of the female that's on there on Griselda right yeah, now, but I, I like I can't wait to hear what she put out. She gonna put some shit out. I think that shit gonna be fire too, man. But like, Griselda out here doing it, man. I think I think these motherfuckers are putting out like really good music right now. <laughs> it is, and you know what? I think it's because they got lyrics. Like, I'm interested to hear what they saying. Yeah, most definitely. It's not stale. It's not stagnant. You know, they come up with different metaphors and punchlines. Like that's what traditional hip hop was about. Well, they're doing something different this uh still and st- it's still very appreciated, man. I I enjoyed that that uh I enjoyed that that comedy machine and big guys. Right. Anything else you listen to? Um yeah, I went back and started listening to um <laughs> I listened to Eminem's last album. Like I had four hours to kill, so I'm listening to a mixture mm-hmm. of podcasts, like old music and whatnot. Um revisiting that Eminem album it's not as good as I remembered it when it first popped off he is very like technical but I don't know if Eminem has the staying power that he used to like when he tries to get deep and talk about a a, a critical subject like darkness when he was talking about the Mandalay Bay shooter wasn't that Mandalay Bay that's a Mm -hmm. great song but there's nothing else on that album like that where it just kind of hooks you in with all these emotions and feels. Like, I don't, <laughs> going back to this song where he was talking about his stepdad whooping his ass and how he hates his stepdad. It's just kind of weird to hear that coming from a 40-year-old, maybe 50-year-old man. You know what I mean? I mean, that's him, man. M, M always, you know, puts that kind of stuff out there when he makes his music, man. He's yeah. been like that. For a long time. Transparency is good. I like that. But you gotta figure out a way to convey that to people. Like that song is just a little off putting. He's talking about I hate my stepdad. Like, uh nigga, you grown. Mm. Oh, that's all. I ain't really listened to it too much. I listened to the Conway. The shit's dope. Fire. Bars, all type of bars. Um mm-hmm. I listened to Jimmy Wapo. <laughs> Oh, wow. <laughs> okay. Did he? Was it a single or a whole album? Or what? Nah, just just random shit on on YouTube. Oh. Somehow I stumbled across some of his old stuff, man, and just that motherfucker was raw as shit. And uh, I'm not really a lot. I'm not too familiar with Jimmy Wapo to be honest. Man. I will send you a song. I just want you to play that shit, like. 
it's something about rappers when they on their incline, like before they get big and mainstream, when they still relatable. That niggas mm-hmm. just like, well, for me, I fuck with you even harder because you just like, fuck that shit. I'm living life, my nigga. <laughs> this dude is extremely toxic. He's horrible as a human being. Like he always, all he do is talk about robbing, shooting, killing, fucking, like <laughs> the trifecta, I guess. But, that's <laughs> but anyway, he, he's just a terrible person. But he makes fucking dope ass music, and it's so like simple like you can tell he doing this shit with like fruity loops he's just in a in a closet somewhere just rapping something about it just makes it feel more authentic and i was just like man we need more down to earth real rappers like i want to i want more like basic rappers like before they become big so it'd be kind of cool if you had like a spotlight series or something like that then you know didn't you have yeah. something like that? Yeah, I do have one like yeah, that. Yeah, there you go. That's an alley-oop. Um, make sure... I just got hip to this dude. Um, His name is Misa. I think it's Misa. He's out of he's out of New York. Um, I just got hip to him. I just heard like this random-ass song on, on my Spotify. It was called Back To It. Hmm. Um, I'm going to kind of dive into his... It's from he got a project called From the Bottom. I just I just got hip to this dude like yesterday, so mm-hmm. I'm gonna check him out and probably bring that up on what you're listening to next week. What else you got? Is that what's, it? What's his name again? Misa M E S A M E S A. I'll check it out. Now I ain't got nothing else I listen to other than right. podcasts. Y'all check out the Social Introvert. Uh, Cole Jackson has been on there for the last two weeks. Yeah, I was only supposed to be on there for one episode, but um. The soundtrack episode. I was like, you didn't even talk about the soundtracks either. <laughs> nigga, above the rim. I was looking at you so sideways. I was like, nigga, that ain't your favorite soundtrack. What's my favorite soundtrack? And then you said it Friday. <laughs> I was like, all right. Nah, above the rim is really my favorite soundtrack. For real? That, that soundtrack is awesome. Maybe. That's a really good soundtrack. That's a really good soundtrack. Really? Better than Friday? I'm saying that because I haven't heard it. Mm. It's good, yeah, man. Um, I'm a I, I got to bring the fucking shilling back. I hadn't shielded in so long. I'm a shield because we got. I talked to uh, for those who don't know, uh, BYK Radio has podcast section. We have a blog section, and I am so happy. I don't. I kind of. I guess I'm announcing it, but not really. But I guess I am. Uh, Jasmine Jasmine Blue's gonna start back blogging again. We hey. had a conversation in this past. That's that's what I was gonna talk about. How my week was too. Let me talk about this real quick. Um, I talked to I talked to Jasmine Blue and she was like, "Yo, homie, I'm I'm ready to blog again." I said, "You sure?" She was like, "Yeah, I need to get some shit out." I was like, "Cool." Yeah. So um, we chopped it up, man. Um, she's doing great. She's actually you know enjoying being a mom. Um, she's enjoying all kinds of different things, man, as far as life. And, and she was just kind of getting into what it's like, you know, as far as like being out there where she lives at and teaching and, and having these kids. And, and when she was like, I'm finally at a spot where I can, I can start back writing again and That's I want to write and blog. So, yeah. um, pretty soon, I don't know how soon, but she'll be, she'll be, she'll be blogging again. And she, you know, we didn't have that many content creators as far as like the blogs are concerned, but yeah. people love her blogs and she has good, good content. So, uh, it was really, it was really tight to talk to her and, and, and see that she was inspired to start back blogging again. So That's what's up. can't wait to hear that. So I can't wait to, to read that. She has some good stuff. So are you looking for bloggers? 
Just out of um, curiosity. I'm always looking for bloggers, but I'm, uh, yeah. If somebody was interested in sending you some of their work, what would they send that information? You can send that to Cole Jackson at bynkradio.net. Awesome. That's my, that's my that's my email. And you said something about shilling, so I'm just gonna do this. No, I got a new. One. Don't play it. Don't play it. Don't play it. All Cut right. it. <laughs> But I know what you can play. What I can play. It's that time again. All right. I'm not going to ask you because you a snitch. The rundown is where me and Shogun takes news, clips, chips, and dips. We chew them up, and then we, we shit it out, and then we kind of look at it and kind of figure out what it is, and then we give our opinions about it. Hello, officer. He's wearing a, a hat with an SF on there. He's got glasses and a white t-shirt. If you catch him now, he's podcasting every what Tuesday. BYNKradio.net. <laughs> so what you got for us, man? How, how Republican of you. <laughs> All right. So for my, for my first story, a woman says her photos were used to catfish people as part of a viral COVID-19 conspiracy theory story. What? Let's get into this. In a Facebook post with over 30,000 shares, a profile with the name Sarah Faith made claims that her uncle David's death certificate had been altered without her family's consent. The post, <laughs> the post said her uncle passed away from cancer, but the cause of death listed on the death certificate was the coronavirus. COVID-19! But now, as it turns out, Sarah Faith, she doesn't exist. She doesn't even exist. The what? pictures actually belong to a woman named Sarah Louise Cooper, and she says that it doesn't even have her. An, she don't even have an uncle David. The post was created <laughs> with the intent to spread a now viral internet conspiracy theory about medics manipulating death certificates to in place inflate the COVID nineteen death toll, which was told on government name weeks ago. Um, Lou, <laughs> Louise Cooper spoke to the outlet and told them. She had only found her pictures where uh, were being used as an when an old colleague came across them. And here's a quote that she said: "She said every single photo is mine. It makes me laugh that people <laughs> are that pathetic that they would use somebody else's pictures." She also adds that the photos from the old Instagram profile she had deleted three years ago. Whoa! God, damn, Sarah is not alone though. Similar stories have been popping up all over Facebook from people who are claiming the same thing as Sarah Faith's profile. The claims, uh, though, are part of a larger conspiracy theory often used as anti-vax propaganda about governmental control and forced vaccinations, which was said on the Government Name podcast weeks ago. Uh, the problem is, how do social networking sites like Facebook even begin to put put a stop to this? Now, uh, a fact-checking site called Full Facts Explains, and this is a quote, when you don't know the source, who the source really is, it makes it a lot harder to verify the true or false. Uh, they suggest that users think twice before sharing possible misinformation, especially, especially, especially if there isn't a name source. Uh, the Sarah Faith profile has been removed by Facebook after Louise Cooper and several of her friends reported the account. Shogun, how do you feel about people using other people's shit to? push this um, COVID-19 stuff out on social media. I mean, since I was one of the ones who was pushing all this stuff out here, uh, I'm always 
It's what? I said that's crazy as hell. Not really. Like a lot of sites. So so what I'm thinking is happening is that they're going through finding inactive accounts of mm-hmm. people who who just stopped going in there, had old emails that are on there, and then they just hack those emails since the password hadn't been changed and then they find photos and whatnot and just use those to push out on the internet. Mm. That that doesn't seem too complicated. It seems, you know, pretty plausible. But what I'm having issue is is that they're trying to say that all of the numbers are inflated is just a conspiracy. Like I stopped trying to report on the coronavirus situation because I felt like I got a little too close to the situation where mm-hmm. everything I was saying was like, ah, it's going against the grain. But mm. more time has passed and it seems like this shit ain't real. It ain't legit. Like, I mean, I ain't gonna say it's not real, but the stuff that they telling us is, is iffy at best. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, uh, you can't really get mad at a society of people who don't trust the government when all you hear from the government is confusion. You know, mm-hmm. the left don't know what the right want to do. They can't they can't get up under the same understanding. Like, motherfuckers want to give a $3 trillion <laughs> stimulus plan. And then they just started collecting a whole bunch of other bills that they had working on. And she's like, let's dump it in here and figure out what we're going to do. Like, mm-hmm. bro. What we need to do is figure out how to get food on the table for these people who cannot go to work. It's not like they don't want to go to work, but that's for a whole nother rant for me. I'm not trying to rant right now. Mm-hmm. But the conspiracy... Go ahead. No, go ahead. Finish your The conspiracy side of things, I feel like has been more true than more lies. Like We know that there's an incentive for people to be coded out as a COVID death. You know, those hospitals are getting paid for putting people on ventilators. And, you know, that it's disingenuous to say that everything that these conspiracy theories are saying is is just theories. Some of this shit's got some truth to it. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think I'm a conspiracy theorist. I'm just looking at things from a different point of view and trying to bring another conversation here. Like, mm-hmm. like I made a very valid point about hydroconic chloroquine the shit is cheap it's a 60 something year old drug i mean it's been out there for forever and they're acting like we don't know anything about it like niggas has been using this shit for forever it's been treating malaria but now when it's like face to face with you know studies and a rapid vaccination creation process you you want to demonize chloroquine because a couple people are dying? Like, do you do they really care that people are dying from coronavirus, or do they care that they have a cure already for it? Like, that's where I'm having more issues. So, you you can miss me with, well, conspiracies are saying this. It's not really a bad thing to be a conspiracy theorist today because there's more lies than there's more truth. Mm-hmm. You know, we can't trust the media. Hell, they don't even want to blame China for this shit when the shit came from China. Mm. You know, then when you start following the money, you figure out, well, okay, these guys are getting paid from a Chinese corporation. That's a little disingenuous. Man, it was funny. I was watching The Wire, and they said some shit that was real as fuck. He was like, you follow the drugs, you get drug dealers. You follow the money, you could... You you get anybody, yeah. <laughs> and that's real, man. Yeah. Look, man, look. This is crazy. People are are. It just goes to show how far a lot of people will go to push an agenda or push 
any kind of craziness, man. Stealing pictures from people and posting up fake fake profiles on Facebook when Facebook is supposed to be heavily guarded now. You're not supposed to be able to do this kind of stuff on Facebook. You're not you're supposed to get canceled as soon as you do these crazy things, but I guess it's it's I guess they're not really uh I guess their algorithm machine isn't following things the correct way. This is crazy, man. This lady says she deleted these pictures three years ago and they using this shit and, and trying to push this this craziness. Uh look guys, be careful about what you what you think. Be careful about what you think is really going on on social media, man. A lot of this shit is smoke and mirrors. I'm telling you, these motherfuckers are not living that fucking lifestyle like that. A lot of stuff that you see on... I've always said this. Facebook is the National Enquirer, man. That's all that shit is, man. Mm-hmm. It, it's, it's ridiculous. I read this story. I had to bring it to the table because I was like, this is... This is crazy. They use some other, somebody else's photos to fucking catfish people into believing... I don't know. It, it's ridiculous. Mm. Jesus. What you got? Well, honestly, I'm, I'm still talking about this. I'm sorry. Um mm-hmm. With the Facebook situation, I don't even try to report on news that I find off of Facebook because you can't tell. Like you, it's it's usually unverified. It's usually from a user, and it's usually an opinionated, you know, made to look like an official document. Mm-hmm. Like Facebook does push out a lot of bullshit. Like I don't trust news coming from it. And usually, my process of bringing something to the to the show. Is I, I look at it for a while myself. I let a couple of days pass just to see if some new things come from it. And then mm-hmm. when I go back into it, I make sure I have at least two sites or two sources. I try to make sure everything I talk about is, is you know, trustworthy. Right. Most of the stuff I have been saying, I haven't just heard it from conspiracy people. I've heard it come out on the news. Like, there is some actual truth to a lot of this. And I'm glad you brought that up first because here's one of them. A startling revelation from the president, Trump announcing he's taking the drug he's touted time and time again, hydroxychloroquine, to prevent coronavirus. Now, President Trump says he doesn't have the virus. He's taking the drug as a precaution. But to be clear, there is no study which has shown the anti-malaria drug can prevent coronavirus. A lot of good things have come out about the hydroxy. A lot of good things have come out. And you'd be surprised at how many people are taking it, especially the frontline workers, before you catch it. The frontline workers, many, many are taking it. I happen to be taking it. A lot of good things. Well, put a pin in that thought for a second, because when it comes to the other thing he said, taking hydroxychloroquine before you can catch it, that doesn't add up right now. I mean, listen to the president's own top infectious disease doctor, Anthony Fauci. Is there any evidence to suggest that, as with malaria, it might be used as a prophylaxis no. against COVID-19? No. The, the answer is, is no. <laughs> the answer is no. Well, the president was standing there, but he made it clear today that he was not listening to Dr. Fauci. He actually said he got the idea to do this from a doctor that he has never heard of. I, it's getting harder and harder for me to watch CNN. Like... There's a lot of context being left out of these clips that they play. Like, whoa, we heard him. He said no. Well, he could have said no, but, you know, it's, it's a little disingenuous. But I find it funny that Trump is taking the shit that he was saying, hey, it's actually been beneficial. 
And also, you know, there's studies not not in a lab, double blind tested type shit, but motherfuckers are saying like, hey, I have a nursing home full of people who are sick with the coronavirus. I gave them hydroxychloroquine with zinc and most of them recovered. But now you look at the news, you see articles coming up saying that this shit is hurting more people than the coronavirus. It's like, why are people wanting this drug to fail? What, the hydrochloroquine? I can't say the damn Hydrochloroquine. Yeah, people want that to fail? Is that what you're saying? That's what it seems like. I don't know, man. I've been saying that for weeks now. It's just, it's sad that like, oh, Trump's taking this shit that hadn't been tested. But it's been around for a while, and then the niggas in fucking Africa ain't got the shit. Like, I don't know. This this has been the strangest thing because we nothing I don't even I don't know anything that's been concrete so ain't nothing concrete the death numbers keep changing you know Fauci says wear a mask don't wear a mask wear a mask if you want to protect yourself against everybody else wear a mask if you don't want to spread your shit to everybody else it's just like I don't know people are just tired of this shit there's nobody on the same page Mm. And and it's so much. It's been politicized, which is the worst thing for this, because you know the Democrat. Now it's the Democrats got a three trillion dollar bill, but when the last one came out, it was like bipartisan two trillion dollar thing. But it's just like, bro, help these motherfuckers eat. But I don't know. Wow. I just thought that was funny since you started out talking about the uh, coronavirus stuff. Yeah. Well, speaking of helping somebody eat. A driver allegedly ran over a food worker after being asked to social distance. Hmm. According to reports, a Grubhub driver was accused of running over a restaurant worker near a Chicago establishment called Miss T's Southern Fried Chicken. Dang. The incident went down this past Friday. Oh, it definitely went down. Pulled, pulled up to Miss T's and, and actually got got into an argument with, with Miss T's Argentina Tanner after the driver wouldn't <laughs> follow instructions that he was given inside of the restaurant. Miss T Miss T says the man showed up to pick up the Grubhub order but allegedly got upset when she was when she told him to wait outside because she only wants one person in the restaurant at a time. From there the man reportedly threw a fit and stormed out. Tanner 24 years old, tw- Tanner's 24-year-old daughter Bijan then stood in front of the man's car and filmed the incident while the police were called. <laughs> From there, the man allegedly accelerated his car and completely ran over the 24-year-old. The I daughter, mean... the daughter suffered major injuries and in, <laughs> in is in recovery, going through surgery. Since then, the Chicago Police Department revealed someone turned themselves in for the incident, and I'm thinking it's Jesse Smollett. Uh, <laughs> how do you feel? You just can't go to no restaurants in Chicago. What's the you name of this restaurant? Miss T's. Miss T's. Miss T's. Miss T's Southern Fried Chicken. You just can't go to any restaurants in Chicago. Jesse, Jesse Smollett got jumped. This girl got ran over for some chicken. This is how do you feel about people getting so upset about people, other people trying to enforce rules of the social distance? This is not the only incident, but this to me was the funniest. Oh no, one. it's definitely not the only incident, and I'll segue <laughs> into something else. But first of all, you stand in front of a car. You got to be willing. You know what I'm saying? Like, you you big and bold, you bad. You stop me. You step in front of my car. All right, now we're going to see who's stronger, my car or you. 
No, she was no, 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 no. She wasn't trying to block that dude. Like she wasn't trying to block him in. She was just standing in front of the car. Like it wasn't like she was like, oh, you got to stand here. Like she just went outside and she was in front of the car and the nigga just went, just went in front of her and just ran her over. So so okay. So you never got into an argument with your girl and then she gonna try to you know stand in front of the car to keep you from storming off or driving off. That's never happened to you. Mm-mm. Nigga, you ain't live yet. So <laughs> I'm just, no, I'm just joking. Um, no, cause I run a bitch over. I don't care. See what I'm saying? That's that's what a homie said. Like shit, y'all got. All right, we are tired of this. Okay, if you don't get on the same page with everybody else, you're either gonna. They should have locked the door. Okay, if you don't want more than one person in your establishment at one time, lock the fucking door. You have a key. Your door has a lock on there. Keep it controlled. Lock the door. Hmm. Novice idea. I mean, it's just simple to me. I run into this situation all the time. Like today, I went to a damn Taco Bell because it's one of the few places you can order food and not have to go through the drive-thru. So most Taco Bells have the lobby locked down where you can't go inside. But they usually have a, a, you know, a tape piece of paper to the door to let you know what their protocols are. So today I went to the one in Irondale. I got out my truck, pulled on the door handle. It's locked. People behind the counter looking at me like, go through the drive-thru. All right, cool. I got back in my truck, got online, just ordered my food. Then the next person pulled up, did the same thing, got out their car, pulled on the door, and the door was locked. He's like, man, y'all doing all this stupid shit. Fuck. He got in his shit and drove the fuck off. Like, Sounds like the Republicans there. He's a black dude. <laughs> so is black Republicans. You a Republican now? Yeah. You just snitched on somebody. She was no swerving and driving beat. erratic, sir. And now, and now you and now you're mad because Taco Bell doors was locked. You are well, Republican. Look, the city's training. open. Okay, we are social distancing and we're wearing masks. They you should, just told me you weren't wearing masks out here in these streets. I'm not wearing masks. Those Taco Bell employees are wearing masks. Me, <laughs> Republican, <laughs> but concerned citizen show good. But what I'm saying, hello, hello, yeah. I need the police now. I did. I'm on my, <laughs> my number two combo. <laughs> Just remind me not to uh, wear a hoodie and have Skittles around you. Yeah, man. If you put an Amazon, uh, Amazon. I don't know, fuck that joke up. I was trying to say the sweet tea. If you put one of them things, ooh, Arizona sweet tea. It's over. Deadly combination. Speaking of a deadly combination, I was just talking about two trillion dollars, right? Two trillion. I thought it was three. Well, that was the one previously. The new one is three trillion dollars. Like we just gonna keep on creating money. Um they doing all this stuff because people need help, right? I I don't know anymore. (laughs) Okay. I was told that niggas need help. So usually people do what they gotta do to, you know, not go through these situations. And Somebody the, told me today that twelve hundred dollars. I got some. I didn't. I didn't mean to cut you off. I'm sorry. If this is relevant to what you were talking about, I, I was talking to one of my neighbors, and uh, I was walking my dog. He's walking his, and you know he's currently furloughed. And he was just like, he was like, I got that twelve hundred dollars, and he was like, that ain't shit. <laughs> he was like, this doesn't do anything for me at all. We said that when they first announced it. I was like, what is twelve hundred, nigga? You know all the money they they took out they could have gave every american and every american ten thousand dollars now 
how would ten thousand dollars affect your life? Oh, I would I would be tricking off on OnlyFans all week. You would stimulate the economy, <laughs> huh? I'm tipping big. Would you would you pay your rent? Of course. I would pay it up as much as I possibly right. could. So I'm I'm guessing that your your neighbor that was talking about being furloughed, was he uh complaining about like his bills and whatnot? Well, he was until he finally got unemployment. Mm. Um, and he was like, and that's the, the crazy part was he said when he got his unemployment, that was a $200 raise. Yeah. <laughs> like, God lot, damn. A lot he was of like, yeah, man, I'm making more money now. I'm making more money not working. A and lot. then $1,200, he said, I put the $1,200 in the tuck. I'm good. I'm, I'm straight. But he's like, this. The, he was like, that $1,200, he was like, thank goodness I got my unemployment because that twelve hundred dollars, if that was it, that wouldn't do shit for me, and I'd be mm-hmm. doing something else to get my money. And I was like, I feel that, nigga. Man, this is gonna be the biggest build up to a story. But anyway, <laughs> so this guy is happy that he's getting an extra two hundred dollars because he now has more money to put on his bills. That's food in his kitchen to mm-hmm. you know help him live. Yeah, well, if he like, did- he's collecting unemployment. Right. That unemployment is he, is he said he's getting more money unemployment. Than he was when he was working. When he was working, and there's a, that's he's not the only person in that situation. A lot of people are not going back to work because they're making more money drawing from the unemployment. Mm-hmm. Which you know, most of the Republicans are getting upset. They're like, ah, these niggas need to pull themselves up by the bootstrap. But this dude's white. Ah, these white niggas need to pull themselves up. By- <laughs> <laughs> no, he's an upstanding white man now. Well, how about this upstanding homeless man who got tired of these coronavirus situations and he finally had to lash out. Now, I remember when all this stuff started. I was like, man, I'm worried about crime. Cole Jackson, are you worried about crime? Uh, I was, but then again, I'm not now. Okay. Well, this is before the video. Now, here's the video. Homeless couple, or excuse me, a couple is fighting for their life this morning after police say an angry homeless man viciously attacked them with a machete at a storage facility, the Nashville storage facility. Our Mo Hyder is live at Vanderbilt Medical Center this morning. That's where the couple's being treated. Mo, this is so frightening. Do we know if this couple was actually targeted by this man? Well, I mean, please do tell me this was a random act. They're also calling this callous and unprovoked. And go ahead and take a look at your screen. They say this is the person behind this. This is 35-year-old Kelvin Edwards. He brutally attacked from what police say Kevin and Leanne Kraft, a couple who was waiting at the storage unit on 5th Avenue South yesterday afternoon. Now, police say Edwards kept attacking them even after they were on the ground bleeding. Investigators later tracked down that Edwards kept the machete inside of a bin that he had at the storage unit and randomly took his frustration. Couple because of the COVID-19 lockdown at the Nashville Rescue Mission. We also did some digging into his past. He does have some criminal history of assaulting police. Right now he's being charged with two counts of attempted murder. We're live at Vanderbilt Medical Center this morning. We'll hide our news channel five. Cole Jackson, homeless man chops up a couple with a machete. Because he was tired of the coronavirus lockdown. You got any thoughts? Typical. Typical. <laughs> like, and that that ain't no different than them people going to um protest with their guns, man. Like people are I don't know what it is about people I, this point has been made several times to me, and now I'm gonna make the point myself. 
No one has a gun. At, no, there's no soldiers at your door telling you you can't do anything. Well, unfortunately, no. that man did not have a door because he was homeless. <laughs> well, how you get machete? That's man? what I'm. Whoa, 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 whoa! That's not the question. I thought you. Were that is. Ask. That is the question. How are you homeless? Where you get a machete from? They ain't cheap. Nigga, you should have a machete if you homeless, nigga. <laughs> you got to fend off for you? your shit. Ain't nobody. <laughs> Who wants to steal from a homeless man? These scags, homeless, nigga. You might have some deadly scans coming around. You played Borderlands. Get out of here with that bullshit. <laughs> well, he did. He chopped him up That's with that bullshit. Man, fuck that shit. <laughs> no? What? All right. So that, that story. They weren't, they weren't Mexicans, were they? Nope. He ain't techno Mexicans. Nah, they was white. They had bargaining chips, I guess. <laughs> They don't kidnap Mexican kids. So one thing that stood out from this story that confused me was the homeless man had a storage unit who also was tired of the coronavirus lockdown situation. Now, I don't know if you think like I think, but I'm thinking that this shit don't make sense because a homeless man who's tired of the coronavirus lockdown, the coronavirus lockdown tells you to go inside and stay you know, shelter in place. If he's homeless, where is he sheltering? Mm. If he's homeless, why does he have a storage unit? Mm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, is he staying inside the st- the storage unit? Maybe so. They didn't Maybe explain so. that in this story, so I did a little bit more digging, and then I got more questions. Here's a second. This is News for Nashville. Good evening. We are following the latest developments right now after police say a man attacked a number of people inside a storage facility in the Sobro neighborhood today with a machete sending them to the hospital. Let's go to News Force Joshua Cole. He's live right now where it all happened. Now, you talk to people who work in the area. What do they say about the attack, Joshua? Yeah. Hey, Alan, this is a wild and pretty scary story. Tonight, we do know that the husband and wife that were attacked and critically wounded by the machete-wielding man, they are expected to live, and uh, they are expected to live through this. But this all happened here inside the public storage building. Police say this was a random attack. And when I talked to businesses here in the area, they told me that they're worried about this, but they're not surprised that this happened. Police say 35-year-old Kelvin Edwards sent a husband and wife to the hospital with critical wounds after attacking them with a machete inside the public storage facility. According to police, six officers applied multiple tourniquets in an effort to save their lives. I've been seeing a lot of people, more people than normal, wandering around that look like they've been under the influence. We talked to this employee of a shop next door to the public storage. She didn't see the attack, but says today was busy with people walking by. She says she had concerns and says the area is known for being rough. Definitely makes me worried, especially whenever I'm walking around alone and stuff. Our police say that Edwards is facing a number of charges, including attempted murder. Police also say that he was homeless and got that machete from his storage bin inside the public storage building here. Our police are also telling us that he attacked the married couple who he did not know because he was frustrated with COVID-19 closures, as well as not being able to get into the rescue mission. Alan? What? Nate Northern Warren G had to regulate... <laughs> All right. All right. I came out of this story with more questions. 
A homeless man owns a storage unit inside. He's renting a storage unit inside this nice upscale storage place. Mm -hmm. He's tired of the stay-at-home coronavirus, you know, things that they're telling us to do, the social distancing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he sounds real appropriate. But he also wanted to go on a mission trip? Like, wait a minute, what? As well as not being able to get into the rescue mission. What rescue mission? No, he's talking about, like, a rescue mission, like where the homeless people go. Oh, okay. Yeah, he, he's talking about. He's talking about. Um, like, I guess you. He need a home, like a shelter. Uh, yeah, like a home. Yeah, the mission. Okay, yeah. <laughs> nigga, I was like, they on a mission now? <laughs> like, nigga, I could not understand what he was saying. I played yeah. that shit at least three times. Oh shit, I ain't know it's still on me. Uh, okay. Well, that makes more sense. <laughs> well, how you feel about a homeless? Uh oh, you there? Yeah, hey, my shit. Man, this shit did me, did it like, hold on. Sorry about that. All good. It did that when I was talking to see it too. Um, yeah, man, I was so confused. I didn't understand the rescue mission. I was like, wait, this nigga going on a rescue mission now? Maybe that's why he had the machete. No, you're trying to get into like, a, that's what they get mission. You, you, well, you know now. So. Yeah, I got you. Okay. Eh, all right. Well, yeah, you're right. Typical. Yes. Where you get that machete from? <laughs> he had to regulate. Oh, yeah. He was like, I got to get out here. I got to regulate. Mm. Do, 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 do. <laughs> so that's what he did. Regulators. Yeah. Let's see here. All right. Next story. Yeah, it's not so. It's not so glamorous, but it's it's fine. Have you heard of QB? The video streaming app? Yes. Yeah, yeah. I've heard about it. Well, the co-founder blames the app's lack of success on the corona pandemic. Nah, my nigga. The content sucks. <laughs> In 20, yeah, that's what I was saying. 2020, <laughs> almost 40% almost forty percent of low-income workers lost their jobs due to a nationwide lockdown that caused massive layoffs and furloughs. Of course. Okay. Now, reports have surfaced noting that 40% of the workers who were laid off due to the pandemic may make more money while employed during this time. Amen. Of course, you said that. Now, according to the director of the Center of Center for Research on Wisconsin Economy at the University of Wisconsin, 40% of all workers can earn... Wait, this ain't the same. Ah, oh, shit. I put the wrong headline with the wrong fucking story. It's all right. God, the Wisconsin Economy at the... University of Economy? Oh, no, 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 no. The, the headline for that, I completely fucked that up. It's all good, bro. The, the headline was supposed to be about the people people making more money. It was going into what I was talking about earlier. People ah. making more money off work than, than, um, than going than to work. Working. Yeah. All right, let me go back into it. This That's the headline. The headline was supposed to be people making more money than they were. Anyway, uh, 40% of all workers could earn more 40% of workers could earn more while unemployed than they than they would if they were at work. The result reportedly stems from the 2.2 trillion dollar uh, economy relief bill which was passed in March 2020. The law allegedly raised unemployment benefits to the highest it's, it's been since unemployment program was made in 19 in the 1930s. The CARES Act reportedly raised weekly benefits and increase the duration of the of the benefits. The benefits were also extended to self-employed and found the government adding in, adding an extra six hundred per week to recipients of unemployment. However, the six hundred dollar weekly payments are ending after July thirty first. 
Shogun, how do you feel about people? I think we really just went over this shit. We did, but it's all good. People making more money. People are making more money off of work than being at work. I can't believe I put the wrong fucking headline. I hope they don't end it in July. Like people well, need this money. Like they hadn't been able to go back to work fully. Here's here's my thing, man. And I, I had this I had this conversation with the same guy talking about the twelve hundred dollars and what it can't do for him. Um, there are people out here who really feel like I can't go back to work now because I'm making more money now than what I was doing when I was at work. Like, I what am, are they? Uh, some people are, are questioning. Well, I know when I was talking to the dude here that that lives in one of my neighbors, he was saying, "Well, are they going to match what I've been making in unemployment?" I don't think they will. No. You know what I'm saying? He was like, "Right now." You know what I'm saying? I, he said, I make pretty good, but I'm making even better now by just sitting at home. I'm furloughed. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm sitting at home now making more money. Um, he he also made a point to say that his company actually owes him a check. His company didn't pay, give him a pay. His last paycheck, he still hasn't received yet. Why they not? still haven't paid him. Why? That's that, that's a great question. Now. And he said he doesn't know. He's been fighting this ever since. Nah, they gotta been, cut that been, nigga a check. He's been he's been, he's been uh, I guess laid off. I, I'm trying to be professional, to say furlough. He's been laid off for since the you know since the beginning of April. Um, you know what I'm saying? We May we in May now, bro. Going into about to head into June, and he said he he's owed a check now. Apparently, he said his company is telling him they're going to get the check to him, but they was like, we don't know when it's going to come to you. Nigga, cut me a check today. And my and having that conversation with him, I was saying, yo, bro, like, if if we don't, if people don't go out and work, then we, the U.S. is going to be fucked completely. If they're making more money sitting at home, and what's the... Well, it said that the that the the, the payments are going to end after July thirty first. Mm-hmm. Now there are some places that are going to have their stay at home shit, like New York, the big the big states like New York and California. They're rolling in the, in the August with some of this shit. Um, what are we gonna do? People don't want to work. Well, I know what we could do. Get those it's kids all out of there. part of the master plan. <laughs> if you don't want to go to work, we got a workforce brewing. You know, you know, you know. This is not really China taking over, but this is Mexico's ultimate plan to take over the United States. Just throwing it out there. And they like, damn, all these people lost. They got fired. All those jobs are vacant. I know somebody who could take those jobs. <laughs> Right. Send the kids. <laughs> Send them in. Come on in, Juarez. Come on in here. <laughs> Hello, I'm here for the job. <laughs> the job. <laughs> you didn't even got a Juarez. How old is your son? Uh, He's 10? Perfect. They took your job. They took your job. Oh, this that's is the, the problem. The most... Those goobacks are taking our jobs. They took our jobs. They took your jobs. They took your jobs. I didn't know it was that long. Sorry. These guys are these guys work for peanuts. Yes, he literally. Him, he, he called them a goobacks. <laughs> what is a gooback? I have no idea. I've never heard of that. They took but... our jobs. Oh man. Um. We damn. need that workforce, man. We already don't got a middle class. 
Yeah, this shit is just doing nothing but dividing more, like the haves and the have-nots. If you are blessed to still have a job, people are clinging to that motherfucker. Like, my ass didn't want to go to work this morning, but I showed up. (laughs) You know, I was out having a good-ass time. I didn't get back to early this morning, but I went to work. You know what I'm saying? You got to do what you got to do. There you go. You got to, man. Who else going to put food on the table? There you go. I mean, not it. Oh, go ahead. No, no, I want to hear what you said. Oh, no, I'm I'm just saying, man, like we, we, we can't, we can't lose our workforce, but I also feel like, yo, man, y'all motherfuckers, as far as like you big businesses, y'all gonna have to kind of step up, step, step up to the plate now, especially if people are getting paid more than what y'all was paying them on unemployment. That's not supposed to happen. Do you feel like they should match what people were making? Uh, I don't know because of the circumstances. Are so this is something that we haven't dealt with in God know how you know God knows how long. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I mean, I mean, you know, they hadn't dealt with nothing like this since since what, like the polio? <laughs> you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, well, I, don't, I don't, I don't know, I don't know what to what what could be done in this type of situation. At this point in time, there's no way anybody should go back to work making seven dollars an hour. They they should know this by now. We have the data that that is not a livable wage. You know what I'm saying? Like if there's a minimal payment, like a minimum, uh, what is it called? Minimum wage. It's that's the minimal amount of money that the company can pay you to do this task. That's a little fucked up if you ask me. Like that means they can go higher, but this is the minimal. Well, this the cleanup on this gonna be. I can't wait to see the cleanup on this shit. That was my last story, by the way. Well, if that's the cleanup, then everybody's not lucky. Like, most people are trying to find new ways to make money. You know, we got the verses, so entertainers are good now. But what about the entertainers who are just shitty people? What are they doing? Oh, they got OnlyFans, dude. Yeah, yeah. But what if you a shitty person even on OnlyFans? (laughs) I mean... People will pay for anything these days. That is, I mean, in shitty ass fetishes, some people might be like, "Oh yeah, baby, talk tell Oh yeah, tell me I'm not shit. Look down on me." Mm-mm, mm-mm. See, you missing your market. <laughs> Look at my knee. <laughs> I got right knees this week. I really think you should start. I ain't talking about me. I'm talking about the people who have shitty attitudes. No, some I, people you yeah. make money off that shit. I get you. I feel you on that, but I think you missed the whole market with you and your niece, <laughs> knee uh, OnlyFans. Oh, it ain't over yet. Yeah, ain't somebody take some pictures. I've been check. I've been checking. I've been checking the 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 uh the social medias. It's, still, it's fine. It's Anybody still, started it yet? It's still a lane open for you, huh? Yeah, I still got a lane. <laughs> I think I'm doing. Hoping knees on bending knee. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, somebody else that is on a bending knee is uh Boosie Badass. Have you heard about Boosie Badass being offered a reality dating show, much like Flavor of Love? Wait, you're talking about that? Yes. <laughs> oh, I thought it was the other thing. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> I know how to pick them. <laughs> yeah, I kind of just was like, man, I, I'm I'm prepared to go into it. <laughs> we, it's a transition about to happen. Oh Would yeah, you, uh, I seen the I seen the Breakfast Club interview when he said he was gonna have that reality show. So yeah, I know about the reality show. Would you watch a Bootsy Badass reality show? Uh no, nah, not right, not anymore. 
<laughs> not anymore. Why wouldn't you watch a Boosie Badass reality show about him dating? I don't know if you heard it in the social media streets these days, but apparently he let 12 year olds fuck grown ass women. Okay, let's get on into it. <laughs> wow. You know, I like toxic people. I like flawed people. I like people who don't mind being wrong. You know, people who just going to stand out outliers. People who are just like, you know what? D-Wade, don't cut the dick off, man. Don't cut the bell dick off, man. Like, you you, you, you got to understand what Boosie trying to say in his Boosie-ass way. He's saying, don't cut the dick off. Translated into <laughs> D-Wade. That child doesn't know what these effects could do to him longer in life. Maybe you should be a guardian and a parent and maybe set some guidelines and some rules that maybe your child shouldn't do damage, quote unquote, to this child's life and well-being for the rest of his life. Now, I know that sounds toxic. I know that sounds, you know, not progressive, but it's a child. Like if a child was standing in the kitchen with a knife on his neck, would you let that child stab himself and cut his throat? No. You wouldn't. You would say, hey, stop, little stupid. <laughs> Don't kill yourself. Mm. Now, those two things are completely not alike. I'm making fun of the situation. But I'm saying Bootsy might have a point talking about, hey, don't let your child make decisions that could affect him for the rest of their life, like Mm. chopping their penis off. Now, there's a lot of missing things in that whole situation. And I kind of understand what he's saying. He's like, you can listen to your child, but they don't get the final say so until they're fully grown. All of that good shit that he was just talking about went the fuck out the window when he came out talking about he paid fucking prostitutes to give his 12-year-old son and nephew and oral nephew. sex. God oral damn. sex. It's, it's, it's stupid. Here we go. Let's hear it out of his mouth. I got my son's up early. I got that up early. Yeah. All my nephews. Ask any one of my nephews or any one of my... Ask any one of my nephews or my son... Who got them they first head? Big dog. Yeah, ask any of my nephew who got them they first head. Big dog. Hey. I been got my son up. My nine-year-old, ten-year-old, I showed all them how to put on rubber. Before you even start having sex, I done showed my sons how to put on rubber. Ain't finna get my son no motherfuckers out here. I'm training them boys right. I'm training them boys, right? Ask in them, my, 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 my nephew. Ask in them. Ask my son. Yeah. They were 12, 13. They got hit. Yeah. <laughs> That's how it's supposed to be. Yeah. Hell yeah, I got my son. He's right. <clears throat> yes, a grown woman. Grown, super grown. Jesus Christ. <laughs> super grown. Check this out. Checked all my nephews out. Super grown. Is she grown? She checked me out. <laughs> I know what she did to them. Oh my god. I mean, like that's rape, right? It's some. <laughs> I'm pretty god sure that's damn. rape, my nigga. Like, if you 12 and she grown. You're an underage child. That's rape. And 
Now it's prostitution because I'm sure he paid her. And he got a group rate because he said she checked him out too. Like, Boosie, what are you doing? Like, I, you know, I feel you, my nigga. Like, you cool, you real, but uh, my nigga, shut the fuck up. Like, Cole, you used to say, get rid of Inst- Facebook Live. Nobody needs Facebook Live. Well, we need to get rid of Instagram Live, Snapchat Live, all of these lives because these niggas like Boosie don't need, they don't know, he ain't got no filter. That shit, that conversation didn't even need to go out there. You think he gonna get arrested? Nah, he ain't gonna get arrested for that shit. I don't think I've ever been more embarrassed to be a black person than 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 at that point in time right there. This? Yeah. My nigga, you was alive when Soul Plane came out. I had a cousin. I had a cousin. He used to let his six-year-old son watch porn because he didn't want him to be gay. Terrible. Terrible ways of we get talked about as black men because we got niggas like that who do stupid fucking shit and it's ridiculous. Yeah, my cousin used to be like, Yeah, he ain't gonna be no, he you know, he ain't gonna be gay. He gonna watch this porn. Yeah, he gonna do, yeah, watch that shit. Like he used to, and I'm like, Oh, see y'all later. <laughs> I'm calm. Bye. Um, this is it's fucked up. Some of the shit that we put our kids, well, I ain't got no kids, but some of the shit that people put their kids through. Is ridiculous, bruh. This super unacceptable. Why would you put why would you do that? You know what I'm saying? Like, I wouldn't I would never want my son or my first experience with sex to be like that. That that is horrible. That is embarrassing and it is terrible. And for that nigga to be cool with that shit, man, that says a lot about him, man. And yes, Boosie is real. Boosie is unfiltered and all this other bullshit. But he's he's high key a dumb fuck because you have completely killed your son's way of thinking when it comes to society, women, and how sex is supposed to go. Now, teaching your kids how to—I mean, you know—you got to teach your kids how to put on a condom. I ain't from the front. Like I'm nine years old. I'm gonna teach you how to put a condom on my my nigga. You ain't finna, you know. You gonna know about sex. But setting a bitch up to come over and fuck, get the fuck out of here. No fucking way. That is not the move, man. Um, I'm disgusted. I am embarrassed. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's it's terrible, man. It's terrible. I've never. That's fucked up, to be honest with you. I feel bad for the kid. All them kids. This this is not the first time Boosie has come out saying this. Like, the last time he said this shit, he was like, yeah, I was just joking. I was just playing. And it don't sound like he was joking. And he was giving no, graphic man. details. He was like, yeah, I know she did me. I know what she did to them boys. Like, yeah. they 13, 12, bro, dude. Like, you, like, he said one that was 10 years old. Bro, that's, that's rape. Who is this woman sucking a 13, 10-year-old and 12-year-old dick? Hey, I don't know, man. No, I'm I'm asking because I need her name. I, maybe she, you think she on Twitter? <laughs> I'm just joking, man. Jeez, <laughs> that was a little risky. I was like, I'm gonna go for it. I'm here. I'm at the goal line. <laughs> that nigga, that nigga got stopped at the one yard. Yeah, line. I did. Fumble. <laughs> like, ah, oh, damn. <laughs> I ran out of coins. Oh, um, now, nah, man. Like, uh, you think? Uh, so you don't think Boosie's gonna get arrested for this? 
Mm-mm. You don't think uh, what do they call child endangerment service or whatever the CPA? Isn't that what it is? Whatever. I don't know, man. They might I, take I don't know what. Away. I don't know what was gonna happen, but I mean, and then he's also in the news right now for not paying child support for one of his kids. Well, you know what he's doing with the money? <laughs> Buying prostitutes. What you put on live for a thousand dollars? Jesus Christ, Boosie, stop. Mm, 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 mm. What? Yes. How would you feel if you was the mom in that situation and you just not finding out that your child got his dick sucked by an older woman? I mean, I'm not a woman. I'm not even going to try to. I'm not even gonna try to explain how I could handle it as a woman, man. Yeah, I, you gotta have a vagina to be able to to say that opinion. I don't know, bro. Nah, my nigga, you not you not putting my child's penis in some randomly strange woman that just sucked your dick, your nephew's dick, and now my son's dick. Fuck out of here. Mm. Like if that it was if that was the roles were reversed and my wife or my woman, my ex or whoever, child's mother hired some prostitute. To have sex with my kid, I'm going to fuck off. Mm. Like, do you know what kind of danger you just exposed him to? Mm, mm, mm. Damn, shame. some niggas just don't need to have kids, bro. That that's some bullshit. Mm. Uh, I got one last story. I don't even really want to. Well, we got two things. Have you heard about Obamagate? Uh, I seen the hashtag, but I didn't follow up on it. All right. Well, and the long and short is, it's basically all the shit they were saying about Donald Trump and the Russians. They're saying mm-hmm. the other side of that story, which is Hillary Clinton and the emails and all that bullshit, and then how the Obama administration used like abuse of power, like the FBI's and whatnot. It's mm-hmm. it's icky. I'm I'm not ready to get deeper into it. We're just gonna see how this shit comes out and we'll, we'll go once the dust settles mm. um did you hear about the police officer going into the wrong house uh and shooting the young lady yeah. um you want to talk about that or we can just skip that? uh i want i need a little bit more insight before i go into it all right we'll like, just skip it. i don't know i don't know enough about it so because there's still stuff coming out about it and i want to read up on it true, first true I'm, i'll just glance over it real quick so police were supposedly in plain clothes serving a warrant for a suspected a suspected drug guy like a drug dealer and they came in the middle of the night they said they knocked but apparently they didn't knock but once they finally gained access into this place with the warrant in plain clothes the occupants inside the place started shooting so Mm -hmm. the guy with the gun who was shooting at the cops shot a cop and in the the midst of them shooting at each other the police officer shot a woman by eight times and killed her mm-hmm. i'm not really sure how they didn't kill the guy who had the gun shooting back at them but yeah but after all that happened they found out that they had the wrong apartment they bust into the wrong place the person that they were looking for was already arrested and in custody mm. and now the family yeah. The family is now suing the police department. Hmm. How does this even happen? But we can discuss this later. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's, it's a yes, couple it, things that's, kind of, that's still coming out about this, and I want to make sure I get through. Uh, I got two things that I want to 
touch on real quick before we go to quick hits. Um, one, rest, uh, cities and, and, and stores are opening back up. Uh, we have restaurants that can be opened up at 25% capacity. If you know, like I know, restaurants that were opened up at 100% capacity were not making enough money to like stay in business, stay mm-hmm. you know afloat. There is no way possible a restaurant can be open 25% capacity and still be profitable. You know, they're going to end up having to fire people. They're going to end up having to cut corners to, you know, keep their profits high enough to keep the building open. And then, Mm -hmm. you know, their management and the staff, like they only need the the key holders, the, the head honchos in there. They don't really need a whole bunch of service if nobody's coming inside to sit down at tables and whatnot. You know, mm-hmm. I just don't know if this plan of telling these people like, well, you can you can do it, but you're going to be at 25 percent capacity. Like if I had a business, I would be screaming and arguing like, look, man, I need every penny that can come up in this place. But I guess that's the risk that we have to face now with this COVID shit. Yeah, I think everybody's trying to. It's a slow rollout, man, and I think people are trying to figure out where to go or how to do it, and somebody trying to make money somewhere. Uh, I, I think these small businesses need uh, these small businesses need the business, even if it's a little bit. So, right, a little bit helps, man. I think a slow rollout into a hundred percent is better than no rollout into a hundred percent. You're right. You're right. I'm looking at it from the wrong perspective. And and a lot of these small restaurants are actually doing things to try to keep their, you know, their their staff live, their their people live inside that are sitting down. I don't know if you heard about it, but a couple of restaurants went and bought some sex dolls and dressed them up and had them sitting at the table so it didn't feel like the place is empty. You know? You gotta do what you gotta do, you know, maybe. You know, gotta do gotta do what you gotta do. (laughs) So real quick before we go to quick hits. I watched in, uh, Insecure. I'm all the way caught up. I'm. I didn't see the newest episode, oh! so I'm. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, uh, the Jordan, the last two episodes of the Jordan doc came on. Yeah. I was like, I can't miss this. So. Is he still an asshole in your book? Jordan's always been an asshole. <laughs> oh, man. But he, that motherfucker can win. His <laughs> <laughs> motherfucking Michael Jordan. Asshole, but that nigga can win. He will get you a championship. <laughs> I take that damn much. You right. might be a piece of shit but that nigga will get you the ring and i was like you know what can't argue with can't can't argue with, with what comes for, from results you can't argue with results my nigga nigga shit <laughs> so you see how you put all that respect on michael jordan and his name and his career and success yeah. i need you to do the same thing with ll cool j <laughs> that nigga looks so disgusting <laughs> Yeah. I won't. <laughs> I won't do that. For those who are who don't know, Cole Jackson went on an epic rant over at the social introvert about goddamn LL Cool J. <laughs> He's not the goat. <laughs> we all know that. You know that, right? He's not the greatest. He of don't all know time. that. He don't know that. He made it popular. But he ain't the greatest of all time. He's a self-proclaimed. He's a self-proclaimed greatest of all time, <laughs> which is like somebody saying, "My name is Terry. <laughs> I'm self-proclaimed Terry." Fuck you, man. This <laughs> bullshit. Get the fuck out of <laughs> here. This nigga said, "Is that your king?" <laughs> I was like, "Damn, 
ain't that's never heard so much disrespect for LL Cool J. <laughs> hey, nigga, who gives himself their own? He told he he made he said I am the greatest of all time. Nobody else said that shit. I'm the goat. I'm the goat. I got a microphone on my arm. Get the fuck out of here, nigga. <laughs> what the hell did you? He took Get your the... girl. He took your he girl, took... man. All right, nope. Because I already told you. He, t- he tried to take my girl. We fighting. I might lose, but that nigga gonna respect me. I mean, he getting a little old now. So talking about something. I was hauling at the ruck because I seen. Fuck you, nigga. <laughs> I was trying to take my motherfucking bitch. I've never seen Cole get triggered like I'm, this. This is more than a fucking crush. Fuck you, dog. <laughs> I now know something that gets under your skin, Lounge and I'm gonna use this from here on out. I just want How you, you doing, to know, miss? <laughs> my name is Hell. I'm from Queens. I heard that your man is trying like to drape you with things. Mm. I'm fucking you. I mean, and he did. Fuck you, nigga. That's, no. that's some goat status shit to me, nigga. Michael Jordan could do that. Fuck that. Michael. Fuck you, that. So you saying fuck Michael that. Jordan could just walk up to a chick and say, "I'm fucking you," and fuck? Completely different. Uh, Michael Jordan is the goat because niggas be like, "Yo, that nigga is that nigga is a winner." And you telling me name himself the goat? He had to name himself the goat. I mean, ladies love Cool J, James. Yeah, cause he fucking talking talking to your bitch behind your back. Yeah, I love him too. You ain't never dirty Mac, All right, nigga. Shit, get the fuck out of here with that bullshit. I've never seen him get so fucking shirt off. (laughs) Paradise is very nice. (laughs) (laughs) That's about feeling your girl too. (laughs) Fuck this nigga, dog. Did he have your mom head sprung or something, man? (laughs) I just don't like a nigga saying I'm the greatest of all time and nobody else has said that shit. You're not the greatest of all time. It was Run DMC, LL Cool J. He was right there when it all started. Man, if you don't turn this quick hit <laughs> uh, up by some fucking LL Cool J, right. man, fuck that nigga. <laughs> Talking about some uh, haul him at the ruck because I seen you walking with your man. Fuck you, bitch. <laughs> and now you sick ass nigga, you on fucking what is he on? I forgot what the name of the show is. SVU is secure or some shit like that. I don't know. I said Cop ass nigga. Mama said knock you out though. That's my stealing your girl too. <laughs> Don't call it a comeback. I've been here for years. Fuck you, and nigga. Been in her nigga, DM for girl. years, man. That's what he's trying to let you know. Touching my girl's ass when I ain't looking. Fuck you, nigga. Damn. Play the fucking quick. You might nigga. actually have a case now that I think about it. He just wants to steal your girl. So he was Drake before Drake. When I'm when I'm alone when I'm alone in my room, sometimes I stare at the wall and then I hear my conscience call saying, "I need love, I need love." It's a Drake song. That nigga, he sound like he's reaching for help. He need help. That nigga, that I need love is a Drake song, folks. I want you to listen to "I Need Love" and then think about Drake making that song, and you'll be like, "Nigga, Hmm. taking your girl," because you know that had it had something to do with taking somebody else's girl. I need love. Man, play the fucking music. <laughs> Get me the fuck out of here. Talking about LL and his fucking dumb ass. Now. Is that, is that time again for snitching? No. <laughs> Quick hit. <laughs> okay. In, in shitty ass news, Michael P. Jordan is rumored to play Tony Montana in the Scarface reboot. Wait, what? <laughs> what happened to uh, fucking... Uh, the other guy, the black dude. Guy? All right, all right, all right, all right. Uh, you know, no, 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 no. Uh, the black dude who was in Fences, 
they all the ladies like him because he old and he look, yeah Denzel. What what happened to Denzel? They got a better version. It's called Michael B. George. Nigga, no. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck out of here. You don't want this. Well, Friday this week is the third anniversary of Release the Snyder Cup, Zack Snyder's Justice League. Sources are hinting that Zack Snyder's Justice League cut, the Snyder Cut, will be releasing on HBO Max. Would you watch it? If Bruce Banner is going to be there. Boosie will be there. That'll give me something to take my mind off of you. I know he's going to have the women's there. Put your pussy on live for $1,000. Oh, my God. Amazon CEO Jeff Bezos is projected to become the world's first trillionaire. God damn. <laughs> That's some bullshit. <laughs> how, how, you think his, his, how you think his ex-wife is doing? She cool. Yeah. But I mean, now he's a trillionaire. Like, damn, that divorce settlement could have been worth way much more. The story basically says he should be a trillionaire by 2026. 2025, 2026. God damn. You think he asking ladies to put their pussy on live for a trillion dollars? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I mean, I put, my pussy, on, I put my pussy on live for a trillion dollars. Fuck that. But if I see Jeff Bezos, I'm sure going to ask him, let me hold some. You should just rob him. Fuck that. No, 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 no. What do you mean? What are you gonna do? You gonna stick a drone on him? That nigga, you who you think that nigga is? That nigga got security. Jeff Bezos, he been pushing weights, nigga. He he ain't doing shit. Who win? Me or Jeff Bezos? Jeff Jeff Bezos or Mike Pence? Ooh. Nah, I like the scenario of me or Jeff Bezos. Fuck that. I want Jeff Bezos to whoop my ass so I can sue his ass. Pence would probably win, though. Fuck that. Yeah, I got to go with Pence. Twilight store Gregory Trey Bryce and girlfriend was found dead, and I didn't do enough research to figure out how. The black dude from Twilight. DMX reportedly owes $225,000 in back taxes to the state of New York. God dang. See what happened when you start trying to battle Jay-Z? One more road to cross. <laughs> One more <laughs> bridge to take. Gotta, Gotta live my live life, my life. <laughs> One more rule to break. <laughs> Damn, nigga. Wait, wait, wait. How much? Two hundred and fifty thousand. Two hundred and twenty-five thousand. You could, you could actually reverse engineer that and figure out how much he made that year. But anyway, this is it back taxes multiple years. Oh yeah, that is true. Fuck. That nigga need that versus battle. I ain't got nothing else. Uh, bigamy is no longer a felony in Utah. Actually, I don't know if I want to slap on that one. <laughs> Unless it's an ass. The FDA says food trucks used to store COVID-19 dead bodies can still be used afterwards. fucking serious like who <laughs> these tacos are to die for why well, they gotta be tacos you so republican. i mean <laughs> <laughs> you so republican now why not and for my final quick hit a new study says that cannabis may block the corona infection hey hey to get high, niggas. we need to see about the people in jamaica like are they getting coronavirus 
You really Republican now. I'm God. just saying it's part of the culture. You are so you so Republican. Okay. And that was that was quick hits, bitch. I got one more for you. How about this? White people be like this. I'm trying to get my black card back. You can still be a black Republican, bro. But here's how white people are. Tell them your name. Tanaya. Okay. See, and aren't you my best friend at work? Yes. So I'm not racist. People, That's good. People That's think good. I'm really racist. Are you serious? Because, like, there was a video on here, and I said I sang the N-word, but I didn't. This is probably a bad audio video to play, but it's these two ladies working at McDonald's. And it's a white lady holding the phone up to her black friend. And she says, tell them your name. And she says her name. And then she puts the camera back on the, herself, the white woman. And she says, you're my best friend at work. So I can't be racist. And mm. she was like, huh? And then she said, yeah, people on here think that I'm racist because I was singing a song and it had the N word in it. And I was singing it. But you're my black friend. So I can't be racist. Um. Is that how racism works? I guess so. It's the, this 2020. Might as well try something. Boy, she tapped in. Ain't shit, ain't shit else working. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, you, you can't just put, you can't ambush your, your quote unquote black friend and say, hey, I'm not racist because you are, you know, nice to me at work. Mm. Like, you, you can still be a racist. I don't mm. know. It's just, it's just the shit you find on Twitter. It's funny. Social media, man. Social well, media. Yeah. that's all I got. Hey, well, that's it, man. That's another episode of the Governor Podcast, Ooh. guys. Thank you for joining us on another Tuesday. Hopefully, we uh, entertained you for the last few hours, and hopefully, you'll come back for next week's episode. Want to thank everybody for supporting us. I thank you for quarantining and chilling and all this, or being Republican and going the fuck out like Shogun is. So. I'm just saying, I should Don't definitely snitch. have it by now, right? Stop snitching. I mean, I should definitely have it, right? I think snitching kind of keeps it from happening to you. It's like oh, a whole Oh, so the more I become a Republican, the more I repel it? So Probably. that's why Donald Trump don't have it. Hmm. Hmm. Makes sense. Makes, Makes sense. sense. Yeah. The more you know. She is kind of fucking with my money, but I mean everything I said, <laughs> and I say it again. BYK Radio.